Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1514 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And check out our free podcasting course so you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast over at freepodcastcourse.com. Now, let's chat with today's featured guest, Brian D. Evans. Brian, are you prepared to ignite? I'm ready. Yes. yes. Brian is an Inc. 500 entrepreneur who built the 25 fastest growing marketing, advertising, and PR company in America. He started as an accidental teenage entrepreneur and is currently the founder and CEO of the rapidly growing online publication, Influensive.com. Brian, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, for sure. Thanks again for having me. So, uh, yeah, as you said, I was a I was an entrepreneur since I was a teenager. Um, it was completely accidental for me, um, but it really started before that in life for me. Um, as a kid, I really struggled in school. The education system just flat out failed me. I learned unconventionally, and I was in a conventional time where education was different. So, I was in that find a solution mindset from an early age. But and I think this is a benefit, not a not a negative. It put me in that mindset that I always had to find the solution. So in people that know me really well today, they would say that I'm a problem solver first and foremost. Really, entrepreneurship was totally accidental for me. Uh, but I had that realization early in life and it gave direction to my life to l- realize how I learned and how to use that perceived negative that some people may see it as, you know, struggling in school to my advantage. Hey, sometimes accidents can be a great thing, Fire Nation. And Brian, you've developed, because of that accident, quite an area of expertise. So kind of expound upon that a little bit and then give us one tip, one tool, one tactic, like very unique that we probably don't know as entrepreneurs, but we should. Absolutely. And this really helped me through many tough times because I believe success and happiness, first of all, it's all up to you to define, but it's all an energy and a mindset. And this is equally as important. We're all capable of great things. Every single person listening to this podcast right now is capable of achieving and conquering whatever they want. And here's the interesting thing. No person in history, look at someone like Elon Musk. If he didn't believe in himself 100%, he would not have been able to get anywhere as far as he got. But it's all about that intentional energy and focus. Okay, so I call this the inevitability of success mindset. And basically what that means is your success, whatever that means to you, is inevitable. But you have to have conviction behind what you're doing and you have to believe in it 100%. The trick here is how I use language. I don't say if my company is successful one day or maybe my new idea might work. I would instead say my company will be successful and I'm going to make sure of it. Now, it's not some kind of ego trip. It's not for others. It's not, I'm not trying to create an army of ego trip people here, but it's, it's internal dialogue for yourself that you have with yourself. Also, the way you talk and carry yourself, facial expressions included, have a lot to do with your success. Now, here's an example. Someone came in to me the other day and they were saying, Brian, I just, I don't know what's wrong. <sighs> and they had, this, they had this energy and this, there was a frown on their face. They were, their, hand, their face was in their palm. And I said, maybe it's your, maybe it's your voice. Maybe it's your face. Maybe it's your, how you're talking. Now, a simple exercise, and others can do this for you as well, but you can do it to yourself. Simple exercise is do a self-evaluation or record yourself talking to someone else and see how do you sound? Do you believe you? Do you believe what you're saying? Do you see any physical or vocal adjustments that you could make? And believe it or not, our voice 
the language we use, our physicality, how we carry ourselves, it's all extremely important to our ultimate success, whatever that means to you. This is an amazing topic, and I can just tell you, Fire Nation, there's an amazing case study on this, and it's called Entrepreneur on Fire. I mean, literally go back and listen to the first 25, 50, even 100 episodes, and this is what you're going to hear. Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 23. And like, I would go back to edit those, Brian, and I would listen to that, and I'm like, who would listen to this? Like, this sounds boring. This sounds like elevator talk. I mean, I'm falling asleep, and it's my own voice, and I... you know, I deep down, I'm excited about this, but I'm not showing it. I'm not, my voice isn't showing it. And that's all we have on podcasts is our voice. I mean, you talk about facial expressions, so important. Unfortunately, exactly. with the audio only podcasting, there's no facial expression. So you have to communicate with your voice. So I said, right. how can I change that? Like, how can I give emotion, feeling, and passion? And it's not super simple to do, Fire Nation, because, it's, you know, I had no experience behind the mic. This was me trying to learn the way but I was able to grow as a podcast host and infuse passion within my voice, which again, is not always simple to do for a lot of people and myself included. You can go back and listen to my progression because that is so true. So let me ask you, Fire Nation, yeah. how are you using language? The power of positive intention is so amazing. It's so real. Brian, how do you kind of want to wrap this point up? Like, What do you want to make sure our listeners get from really this point that you're dropping? Yeah, definitely. And I think Tony Robbins says this, but I'll go ahead and steal it. Emotion comes from motion. So, you know, we're talking about communicating with our voice, especially on a podcast, but your physicality is the is the vessel really for getting that voice across. So there's one very basic thing they can do. It's called power posing. Put your hands on your hips and stand up Ooh. and just look forward. It's called power posing. Hold that pose for 20 or 30 seconds before you go into a big meeting or do a podcast and you'll just feel, you'll be on fire. You'll be ignited. Yes. I mean, it's... It's, it's amazing. Well, I'm actually doing that right now because I actually learned after <laughs> probably three or 400 episodes that why am I in a chair hunched over with my diaphragm squished, you know, trying to yes. like not have my chair squeak as I'm talking to a microphone. Instead, I'm just like, what am I doing? So I bought yes. a standing desk. Now, every single time I podcast or do webinars and videos, I'm standing up, my chest is out, you know, my diaphragm is expanding. Amazing. And right now I got my hands on my hips, thanks to you, Brian. And I'm telling you, that helps too. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) So listen, man, we're going to dive into your journey for a second, but I'm just kind of curious because I've been hearing about influencive. It's kind of been coming up on different boards and people are just, you know, the buzz is out. So kind of talk to us about this for a second. Like when did you get this idea? How did you get this idea? And and what's up with influencive right now? Influensive started as me looking for a platform to get my voice out. So I said, hmm, I would really like to write for some of these big publications, but I don't think I didn't think I was worthy yet at the time. What's the approximate time frame of this? It roughly started in December of last year was kind of the the, the rough sort of launch date. Okay, so we're at about like the 10th, maybe 11th month almost. Yes, exactly. So what happened was it was accidental again, uh, which has been a recurring theme in my life. I I created this and I started writing my own posts on this site. And after a while, my friend said, hey, can we write for it too? And before I knew it, there was 10 people. And then before I knew it, there was 25 people and there was 50 and there was 100. Um, So all it created, I created this platform sort of accidentally that all these other people wanted to to write on and to contribute to. So it just kind of became this thing that was bigger than me. And it was really a thanks to all the writers and the big community that's created much like your community. Um, Mm So it was, it was, it was, it's been a wild uh, journey creating a uh, publication. Absolutely. So what numbers are you willing to share right now? 
It's gone from literally 800 people reading the site in December, January of last year. We had well over 750,000 in this wow. past month. We had over a million readers um, not too long ago in a 30-day period. So it's it's gone really big, really fast. But look, here's the thing. it's People always like to say, you know, talk about overnight successes, but this has been a 16-year overnight success. I've been, tr- you know, I hate to use the word trying, and I'll explain why later, but I've been trying to build a site like this for a long time. I've, there's been a lot of failures in that time. So it's been a 16-year overnight success, really. So what do you do for money? How do you make revenue from this site? Do you make revenue? revenue from this site? And if so, how? We're creating a lot of courses and we're doing masterminds and things like that that are coming out soon. But really, I've self-funded this thing up to this point. It's not, I didn't do this as, this is This is actually one of, one of the biggest wake-up moments that I had in my life, really, and we'll get into that. But that, you know, I, what I was doing was a lot of things for money. And I realized that it was, there was a bigger reason to everything that I was doing. And I wanted to have passion before profit. So, there's some ads on the site just to, you know, break even on it. But it's not a, it's not a profit project at the time at the moment um it's you know it's it's something that i see going very very big and there will be lots of money made and things like that but i really want to make sure first and foremost before i get into that too heavily that the audience just loves everything and i want people to be inspired by the content and motivated to become better entrepreneurs and better people so that's really the the first goal if you're able to push off monetization fire nation i think it's a good idea like that's something that i purposely did with eo fire like i would not have what i can considered real monetization on the actual podcast until I hit the quote unquote tipping points. You know, so for me, the first nine months was no revenue of EO Fire, but then I yeah. did hit that tipping point and I decided to turn on the faucet. And then instead of a drip coming out, you know, an entire waterfall started coming. So I went from literally yeah. zero to $12,000 in one month because I was able to kind of build it up like a dam, so to speak. So there's definitely different ways to do it. It's not for everybody. Some people need to start generating revenue immediately as soon as possible. And I get that and that's fine. But if you don't have to, then it can be a positive as well. So Brian, let's talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us there. Yeah. I mean, at one point I was really questioning being an entrepreneur. I was, I found myself in a business that was financially very successful. We were selling products online. It was, it did eight figures in a very short period of time online where, but here's what was happening. We were buying products from overseas and selling them in the U S for a huge margin. But these products were somewhat low quality and the perceived value is what made them sell. So you might be saying, why is this a, a bad entrepreneurial moment? I knew something was off. I was in a bi- I was in a business that I wasn't particularly passionate about. I didn't know why quite yet because I was making all this money. But then I realized essentially what I was doing was focusing entirely on doing something for the money that I had no real passion about. And that was a big turning point in my life to go from thinking about things entirely for the profit, um, entire thinking about things entirely for the passion instead of the profit. But it was definitely a big uh, moment for me to realize that I needed to shift and I needed to do something different. Um, but what then happened was by pulling out of that business, everything crashed around me because I, as I got less ex- enthusiastic about this business, things around me started to unravel. The business crashed. It, it became one of the worst financial decisions I ever made to pull out of that business. Um, but it ultimately led me to a better place in my life, a place that I was doing things for a greater purpose and to help others instead of just to line my pockets with as many as much money as I could. So let's kind of expound into this a little bit. I mean, you're looking at this as your worst entrepreneurial moment. Like, what are the lessons that you're pulling from this? You want to make sure our listeners get. 
a lot of people do things entirely for the money. And I think that at the end of the day, you look at someone, you look at like an Oprah or Tony Robbins or, you know, some of these people that are just real icons. No, but there's not even an Elon Musk. There, a lot of the things they're doing are for for a greater purpose. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck in this mindset that it's all about the money. But really, if you make things all about the money, you're going to go down a very deep, dark path. And I was just at an event recently in San Diego. It's called Thrive, Make Money Matter. And I really love that because it make money matter is such an important thing. And I think if you can find a way to attach something important, a greater cause to your business, giving back to a, to a charity, to an organization, or to something, or to, to doing something good with the business that's helping other people, whether or not you're giving money or just it's the basis of the business. Look at something like Tom's. They give a, you know, they give a shoe to, to somebody for every shoe that they sell. So I think attaching something greater than that, what happens is, and this has been the crazy thing to me, we were just talking about not making money with influenza, although we're making some money, by not focusing on the money and focusing on truly going for that bigger cause and giving to people and creating amazing content and things like that, Money comes in in different ways, and I think the universe has a way of rewarding you, and you do things truly for a good purpose. So let's kind of shift now into that story that you alluded to earlier, you know, one of your greatest ideas to date, your aha moments. Take us to that moment, Brian. Tell us that story. Yeah, the biggest aha moment for me was it was really realizing that fear and my own self-limiting beliefs in many ways was the only thing holding me back. Well, take us to the moment. Like, when did that idea happen? It was a reoccurring theme in my life. Uh, I wanted to be a writer, but I was afraid. And I was afraid that I wasn't good enough. I was afraid that people wouldn't like what I had to say, that I, if I wrote in my true authentic voice, that people wouldn't like what I had to say. So I dove into writing. I said, screw it. I said, I'll do it and I'll do it in my real raw form. And if people like that, that's great. If they don't, no problem. And you'll find your true audience that way because when you write and when you do things in a true form, I think that it doesn't appeal to everybody and you build a real audience because they connect with that. Essentially, the realization was that if I'm doing things for the right reason, it doesn't really matter. It's not about me. I realized I'm not here or in business to please everybody. I had a lot of things I wanted to say and to get out and and writing was the way for me to do that. So I said, look, I've got these fears, but at the end of the day, you just got to jump in. Now, Writing was the way for me to do that at the time. But if you asked me two years ago if I'd be writing for some of these top publications and and creating my own, I would have said absolutely not. But really, for me, it was entirely about diving in and conquering my fears. And I had a lot of them. Um, But I knew on a subconscious – here's the interesting thing. I knew on a subconscious level that fear is subconsciously – I've asked a lot of people. I said – they say, I don't know what I should do with my life. I said, what are you afraid of? And on a revealing level, if you ask somebody that question, sometimes the answer of what you're most afraid of is what actually you want to do the most because you're afraid that you won't be successful doing it. So one thing that I talk a lot about on EO Fire is your comfort zone, Fire Nation. We love hanging out in our comfort zone. I get it. I do. I mean, it's just a cozy place. You know, I just kind of picture that warm fireplace with maybe some hot chocolate in my hand, like (laughs) everything I know is there and everybody I like talking to and there's just no struggle. And I get it. We love the comfort zone. But Fire Nation, all the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. So when you find yourself in your comfort zone too often, then you got to pull yourself out and put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Now, listen, if you're working hard, you've earned the comfort zone from time to time. I'm just saying don't live there. Don't make that your life because then you won't continue to progress. So, you know, spend two, three, four days a week there, but make sure you're spending one, two, three days a week doing something that scares you, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone because that's where you're going to make true progress. 
not just as an entrepreneur or a businessman or woman, but just as a human. Like you got to push the limits. So that's my big takeaway, Brian. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets in like one sentence? I think don't be afraid of your fears and ask yourself, what are you afraid of? And look at that as a serious thing. Maybe in many cases, that is something you do want to do. You're just afraid. Brian, what are you most fired up about right now? I'm really excited about bringing this community of of influential minds and creative writers and and just brilliant young millennials together um, at Influensive, and it's been a wild journey. It's been something that what I when I started this, I realized that it was more important. It was bigger than me. It wasn't about me. A lot of the times in the past, I created businesses that were about me. This wasn't about me. This was about being bringing a bigger community together. So I'm really excited about that. And where can people find out more about Influensive? Yeah, Influensive.com and all the social platforms, Influensive. Where'd the name come from? You know, I bought the domain about six years ago and was just sitting on it. And I knew I was going to use it for something. I knew there was a purpose behind it, but I didn't know what it was. And it just literally dawned on me, you know, right around this time last year. And then by late December or so, it was created. So what does it mean to you? Like, what does Influensive mean? Really, it's about a younger audience of people that do things differently. Influ- influential is actually a dictionary alternative of the word influential. And to me, it's a, it's a younger, cooler way of, of thinking about what creates influence and really targeted to entrepreneurs that are looking to do things unconventionally. So you have on your site, Influensive, Unconventional Wisdom, Influential Minds. So Fire Nation, think about that. If that kind of piques your curiosity, go check it out. And speaking of curiosity, we have some awesome things coming up in the lightning round, Fire Nation. So if you're curious about Brian's answers, don't you go anywhere because we're going to thank our sponsors. I'm terrible when it comes to design, which is why it's the first thing I'll delegate to someone else who knows what they're doing. But it's not always easy to find qualified designers. Sound familiar? If so, I have just the place for you, Design Crowd. Design Crowd helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. All you have to do is start by posting a brief that describes the design you need. Then Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Within hours, you'll receive your first design, and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. All this left to do is pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. If you're a marketer focused on helping local businesses, then one of the most high-pressure situations you'll find yourself in is being able to show them results. It's a terrible feeling when you've worked so hard only to find yourself and your clients let down. That's why I'm excited to share a free training with you from my friend Billy Jean, where he's going to show you the best-performing Facebook and Instagram ads created by his very own agency. Billy Jean has worked with some of the largest franchises in the world and has spent millions of dollars figuring out exactly what works and what doesn't work. From dentists to personal trainers to chiropractors to real estate agents, he's helped them all and he's going to show you exactly how he gets them results. Visit deliveroi.com to sign up for this free training. That's deliveroi.com. Brian, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
You know, it's a tough question for me because I didn't seek out to become an entrepreneur. But the one thing that consistently held me back was falling into negativity, fear, and not believing in myself or, or having confidence. Um, and this is going to go deep here, but you have to monitor yourself. Okay, so I the way I and this has been an enlightening sort of observation in myself is you have to think of yourself as the observer of your mind. A lot of people think they are their mind. But if you're the observer, the mind is one of your tools like the heart. And that will allow you to reframe and adjust just like you're tweaking an advertising campaign or something. You can actually adjust yourself on the fly. What's the best advice you've ever received? Find something or someone to be grateful for every day. Find something to call successful every day, whatever that means to you, and transform negative and fearful energy into positivity and love. Ooh, love that. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I condition myself every day in many different ways. My mind, my body, my energy. It's got to be at its peak to serve me best. So remove those conditional statements. I monitor and adjust my body and my energy and shift as needed. It's easy to get sucked into you know, fear and negativity. There's an exercise that you do. You can't be negative in any way, shape, or form for one whole day. Try it. For some people, it's, it's very hard. For right. some others, it's easier. But what it does is magic. It really transforms those, those fears and negativities into positive outcomes. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Yeah, I love this tool. It's called, I'm really into automation. I love it. It's called IFTTT, if this, then that. And what it does is it allows you to, let's say you post something on Instagram, it'll then go and automatically post it on your other social platforms. Or you can even get into really complicated stuff. Like if you get a text message that says this, it'll do this for you. So it's it's way connect, it's connecting lots of different apps together that will allow you to do all this different automation. And it's, it's actually a free tool as well. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? This book changed my life. It's called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle is, he's been on Oprah many times. He's in a video series with Oprah, self-development book, but it crosses over into spirituality, but really enlightening. It's a very heavy read. You can also get the video series, but it's really been one of the most profound books I've ever read in my life. And it's allowed me to go a lot deeper with things. Let's end today on fire, Brian, with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. You can connect with me on Twitter, Brian D. Evans, or at Influensive.com. And that parting piece of guidance. I would suggest to people that whatever you, a lot of people are in the mindset of they want to create their own personal brands. I would say that one thing that's holding a lot of people back is to just start creating content. I, when I started writing, I was not a good writer. I was, I, I thought, I think, in fact, I think I was horrible. But what happens is when you put content out there to the world, the market sort of adjusts you and they say, mm, Brian, that first article, yeah, not so good. Um, but so by putting it out there, you're forced to get feedback from it. But what a lot of people make the mistake of doing is they, they try to create their masterpiece, but it never ultimately ends up happening. So by just starting and putting it out there, it really allows you to get going now. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with BDE and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Brian in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, head over to influensive.com. I think you might even find an article about me over there, Brian. Is that right? I think you will. Yes, it's, it's actually done very well. <laughs> yes, it is. We'll link up to that in the show notes as well, Fire Nation. And Brian, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Absolutely. Thank you. 
Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Brian today. And goals equal success. And with thefreedomjournal.com, you'll be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Join Billy Jean on his free training as he shows you the best performing Facebook and Instagram ads that he uses to get his clients results. Visit deliverroi.com.